I was really lonely. And I would go across the street. There was this, this big wooded area and this lake. I would try to catch minnows in the stream and entertain myself. It was a sad time for me. But then Nancy came along, and it was so wonderful. I went to the woods, to the lake, again, as usual, after school. And then I, I heard something. There was a really pretty girl with long hair. She was by herself, and she was walking towards me. And when she got all the way up to the stream, she stopped, and she said, what you doing? Fishing for minnows. I was shy. I didn't know how to act with another kid my age. What's your name? She said her name was Nancy. We hung out that day, and I kept it inside. I didn't want her to know how desperate I was for a friend, but... I was so happy. This one particular day, I asked her if she wanted to come to my house to have dinner. And she said, sure. It was just about dinner time. And we walked in, and I told my mom that I had met a friend. I said, is it okay if she stays for dinner? And she said, sure. And then we went to the dinner table, and everybody was already there. And they were you know, starting to sit down and serve plates. And so she went and got another chair from the dining room and pulled it up to the table for Nancy. And Nancy sat down. And then we started to get served. And my mom said, should we wait for Nancy? And I said, well, Nancy, she's right here. And I realized they couldn't see her. I was just silent the rest of dinner because I wasn't sure what to make of that. I was seven years old. I guess they thought maybe I was playing with them. But then after that, every day when Nancy was around, they started seeing that I wasn't joking. Nancy never talked about why she couldn't be seen by anybody else. She just shrugged her shoulders. We moved on to the next thing we were gonna talk about. I wasn't lonely anymore and she was really nice. She was just a normal kid to me. My family did indulge me. They knew that kids sometimes have imaginary friends. Don't sit there and don't get in the car. Nancy's getting in and you're gonna step on Nancy. It was starting to get to the point where it was enough for my parents. It was a day like every other day when Nancy was around and she was spending the night with me that night. We were just laying on my bed you know, we were whispering the way kids do, and it was past my bedtime. My dad was in the, in the den reading. My dad kept coming back to my bedroom. Donna, go to bed and get your sleep. Saying, it's bedtime, that's enough. And Nancy and I would keep giggling, you know, the way girls do. Go to sleep, young lady. We started getting a little bit louder. Nancy wasn't tired, and I wasn't tired either. We were just having fun. I could hear my dad coming back again, so we both rolled over and pretended like we were asleep, and he, he opened the door, and he was really upset. I told you five times now to go to bed, and I'm hearing you in here giggling. There's nobody here. I said, but Dad, Nancy, and when I said Nancy, he, he just exploded. There is, there no, is Nancy. no Nancy. I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll go to bed. And he said, no, no, there's no one here. It's enough already with this Nancy. And my dad looked around the room and said, Nancy, Nancy. 
It's time for you to go. I want you to leave now. And I don't want you to come back. And I started crying. And Nancy was really sad. She was just weeping. She got off the bed really slowly and she was wiping her tears away and I told her not to go. She said she had to. I just, I laid back down and I buried my face in the pillow and I was crying. I looked around and she had left. She wasn't there anymore. The next morning, I went to meet everybody at the breakfast table before school and everybody was really quiet and I could tell something was very wrong. Donna? And my dad, he said, Donna, did Nancy have long blonde hair and wear a white gauzy dress? Nobody had ever asked me what she looked like before. Nobody cared about my dumb imaginary friend, but he described her perfectly. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what Nancy looks like. And my dad just went completely ashen and told me that he had seen Nancy. And I said, oh, well, where is she? You know, then he told me that after he shut my door the night before, that he had gone back to the den and continued reading his book. And then he heard a noise. And he, he leaned over and looked down the hall and a little girl with long blonde hair and this gauzy dress was coming from my bedroom, walking down the hall and walked right past him and she was crying. And he watched her walk to the front door down the hall and just faded into the front door. She never, she didn't come around anymore. And I was alone again. <laughs> I guess it dawned on me later, but I didn't notice at the time, was that Nancy never picked anything up or moved anything around. She was just there. I always would open doors for her. My, my mom and dad went to the library and they eventually found an old record from a couple of hundred years before where there was a young girl who was seven years old who had drowned in the lake across the street. The dress that she was wearing fit from that time period and her name was Nancy and she was the same age, they knew that, that that was her. I think I was for her the same thing she was for me. We were both lonely. I'd rather remember her as just a real little girl. I don't like thinking about the other. The story you just heard was from Celebrity Ghost Stories, which airs Saturday nights on the Bio Channel. <laughs> 